what would you guys say if you had to say one of the things that in your opinion and from your standpoint made us the most successful as a team? I would say consistency and just mutual respect. And there's like never been any bad blood because we all just are working towards the same goal. We have mutual respect for each other and we know where we're going. And it's really easy then when you're all rowing the boat in the same direction uh, rather than, you know, someone in the back, like poking holes in it. Yeah. We're always, like you said, always had something going on. So nothing was ever really stagnant. It was like, we have projects, we're hitting deadlines and we're refining and refining and refining. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hello, 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 my sales superstars. Oh my gosh, I am so excited that you're here, that we are here, and I am super pumped for the presentation that we have for you today because so much of what you have been a part of by being in this community um, is now going to kind of be revealed behind the scenes, how it all happens, how we make it all work. So your experience in this Facebook group, your experience as one of my clients is really in large part due to these two that I have here with me. So I thought that would be a really fun way for me to introduce either of the two Carly's that you haven't met yet and share a little bit about how we've created what we've created. So Carly, I I have to say one of them is Carly and one of them is Carl, so that we (laughs) differentiate between the two. Carly and Carl, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Why don't we start with each of you telling a little bit about yourself, what you, um, because this is not the, you don't just work for me, you do very specific things for all of your clients. So share a little bit of yourself and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Carly DeMarco. I recently moved back from or back to Chicago. That's where I'm from for a brief time. I was in California and I got to work with Nicole um, in person a few times, which was amazing. So now I'm back in Chicago. That's where my family's from. I am a virtual assistant, very vague, but (laughs) I do with Nicole and with Team Healthy Steps. I do a lot of the tech, um, emails, setups, um, update websites, and help with all the kind of behind the scenes. If you're a client of hers, I've obviously communicated with you via email and all of the things. And then um, I work closely with Carl when it comes to getting the emails and social posts out because she writes it all and she's a word guru genius. And I'm kind of the behind the scenes person, if you will. And that's what I do for some of my other clients as well. And I know. I just love it. I guess I started my business, oh my gosh, now a year and a half ago, almost two years. It'll be coming up wow. next year. Quit my corporate job this year. All of us did. All <laughs> of us. That's uh, one of the cool things I think is really, yeah, unique about it. Like we all got to see each other leave mm-hmm. our job, yeah. knowing that it was our goal when we met each other, like I want to leave my job and we all got to witness it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was just, uh, I guess that's kind of a What's happened that this last year for me. So, yeah. Although I will say, if I can say this, 
Carly kind of, I don't know how I want to say this. She kind of trumped all of us. She quit her job and got married and moved. <laughs> like all a in like what, a one a one week time period. She's like, we're yeah, all like, a couple weeks. Our job. Carly's like, hold my beer. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like just easy. Like do all the stressful things at once, and then you just like get knock it out of the way. But no, it was a stressful year at times. But I'm excited. I've learned so much working with both of you, and so I'm just happy to be here. Awesome. We're happy you're here. <laughs> we are. Okay. Carl? My turn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm Carl or Carly um, Griner, and I'm the copywriter on this team. I write all the things. So if you see things in writing, it may have been me. And uh, I do a lot of the social media stuff. So Carly is sort of behind the scenes and I'm sort of in front of the scenes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the opposite is. We're like yin and yang. And mm-hmm. um so I do that on Nicole's team. And then I also do uh, coaching in the, more of like the copywriting realm. And uh, I have been working with Nicole since September of last year. And I started my business a little less than a year before that. And oh, yeah. I'm from Tampa, Florida. That's where I live. Although I am often tuning in from somewhere else. I am big on traveling. and uh, But I do happen to be home right now, enjoying the very warm weather. I'm pretending that it's like chilly out uh it's not it's like 80 degrees but I'm just gonna channel winter from one of you guys and uh yeah so I'm happy to be here too Carl loves the cold I do think that that is so funny we've talked about that before she goes on vacations to cold places I do do because I need a break from the hot and I don't know that I would love to live in the winter full time you wouldn't but it's very hard to feel festive (laughs) wouldn't I can vouch for that. I don't think I would. It's a lot of work to get dressed to go outside in the cold. That's the only thing. Like the layer. Yeah. Yeah. And then the unlayering once you get to a warm place and you have, you know, it's like, it's a lot of work. Shopping in the winter is dreadful. You don't want to do any of it. No. If you have to go in and out of somewhere and like carry things to your car, it's like, no. Take off four layers of clothes and hats and scarves. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not worth it. You're either sweating or freezing. I think we can start and just share the one secret to a rock star team and probably be done. Like you just, oh, your yeah. name has to be Carly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just be named Carly and that's Carly with an E, no E, I E. Right. I mean, whatever the combination, we are all inclusive. it will work. There you go. <laughs> Carly's angels. That's what we have nicknamed you guys um, for a while oh. now. So there you go. If your name's Carly, then you're good to go. Done. <laughs> thanks, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys <laughs> And that was it. And that's a wrap. No, so I mean, like, like we said, we didn't have anything specifically like, a, a, you know, I'm not going to interview you guys. I just wanted to have an open conversation because I know there's a lot of people watching and a lot of people listening that are working on building their own team. And I think it's beautiful and amazing what we've built and what we've done together. And it hasn't always been pretty. And sometimes it's been really pretty. And sometimes it's been, okay, let's dig in and figure this out. And the fact that I've had the two of you by my side has made the biggest difference for me. Like, there's no way that this happens without both of you. And so I just want to share with people, like, what we do, what our opinion is of why it works, and anything that we can share with people, uh, you know, tips that they can use to build their own team and to create what we've created. So the three of us, is, is full disclosure, we have a couple of other people on Team Healthy Steps with Nicole. Um, these two have been with me the longest. And ultimately, nobody's any more or less important. I just thought it would be really cool because we've been together the longest to kind of show what we've done and what we've created. So I think maybe just to go back, like you guys each introduced yourself and shared who you are and what you do, but maybe we just give them a little backstory. Like Carly was the very first one to come on board and some people have heard the story. Some people haven't. She and I met really interestingly on Instagram 
and so it does happen. You do meet people <laughs> and you do find clients on online and you had never had, you never worked as a VA. You were, you were just starting out. And um, I had had, I think two VAs before that. And I just knew I needed somebody that does what Carly does. Tech support was my main thing. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what we said we were going to do. Yeah. And um, yeah. And and I think that was like April of that year of mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah, it was April. I was just starting. I invested in a coaching program myself and I was just kind of getting out there on Instagram, reach out to Nicole and I had a, I was one of those who had a client before I even started the coaching program that I was a part of. So I just was very open and honest. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but this is what I did in my corporate or what I do in my corporate job. And I could transfer some of these skills. I'm a people person. I can talk to people and um, I love research and tech and figuring things out and problem solving. And so it's kind of like, what do you need? And I'll figure out how to do it. And yep. you can go from there. So. That's I how think it's important to mention too, because when I talk about how Carl came on board, I'm going to mention this as well. Like knowing what you want in a VA is really important. Like one of the first things Carly said a few minutes ago, she's like, I'm a VA. Okay. That's really vague. And some of you may not have understood what she meant by that. Like uh, saying you're a VA is like saying you're a teacher of what? Yeah, like of what? Yeah. Right. Like what subject? And so VAs have a, have a broad title, virtual assistant, but there's specific skills that each one has. Now, to be honest, Carly and I were both so new to each other and I was still so new in what I was doing. But I was like, here's a couple of things that I need tech wise and everything else. And she fit the she was like, I love being the behind the scenes person. I love writing these emails that go out to like onboarding clients. And I love doing this and tech stuff. And I'm willing to learn. And I actually I'm sure you remember this. I assigned a project to her. I was like, well, I'm looking for a new CRM. Would you like do some research? She's like, absolutely. (laughs) And she like blew it out of the water. She sent it back to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And at that time, I said, I'm also going to need some other things that you might not want to do right now. But until I get to a place of understanding what those things are, can you take them on? And so it was just kind of Carly and I running the show. And then it started to come to fruition that there was a copywriting need because neither I nor Carly wanted to do that. <laughs> I can I can talk until the cows come home, but putting it into text was not going to be my thing. And so we would have meetings and discuss it like, okay, I think I need a copywriter. And that's how we found Carl, because that was two things, actually, copywriter and a repurposer. That Mm -hmm. was like my number one thing, because I had so much and Carly and I both were aware of this. There was so much content that had been created that it's like, okay, how do we make use of what's already out there? And that's when I knew I needed somebody with the skill set to be able to do that. And so we found Carl. I interviewed her and she was like, I love to write. I love to write emails. I love transcribing. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. There we go. You're in. <laughs> and you're in. And Carl came on board September of that year. And then we were the the little three person unit of Carly, Carly and Nicole. And um, yeah, Carl, anything you want to share about initially coming on board? Yeah, um, I loved it. Firstly, it was so fun to join a team, which I had never experienced before. Similar to Carly, you were my first like long term client, everything I had before that was either project basis or just like very short periods of time. And I didn't know what to expect at first, because I hadn't worked closely with anyone long term, but I'm still here. So clearly, it was great. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just remember being like, I never want to leave this team. And I still feel like that. But 
I think honestly, the best part was it felt like we were friends, all of us. And even like anytime we've met in person, it was the same, you know, like we just had that connection, which is yeah. really good sign. And even I remember when we were at their retreat, people thought Carly and I had been like hanging out in person <laughs> for our, like our whole lives. Yeah. yeah. And um, like, we just met. Yeah. We met <laughs> yesterday and they were like, what? Like, yeah. So I yeah, think, I think there's uh, always been like a, like a connection and a synchronicity between all of us. Um, not just because some of us have the same name, but like, it really did feel like, I mean, we have fun. I, I, I do. I have fun. And I feel like our team meetings are business focused, but also we have fun on those. And I think that's part of why we gel so well together is we enjoy being around each other. Yeah. I think that's a big piece of it. Not that you have to be friends with your team, but I think being interested in wanting to be around each other is really important. You are doing a lot of work together and you are doing, you know, I mean, this stuff is like, it's intense sometimes. And you want to make sure you're around people that you enjoy being around when you're doing some of that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just going to piggyback on something Carl said about the retreat. And I think why we, her and I kind of got along off the, you know, right off the bat is like, we're very similar people. And we've learned at the retreat, because of a, Nicole will talk more about this, but because of a, you know, assessment that we did, it's like, we are very similar in the way mm-hmm. we are. And that's why we're both virtual assistants. And we specialize in certain things. Um, but we're very much alike. So it was like, when we met each other, I'm like, I feel like I'm just like talking to myself, just like a different version of me, you know? Like, yeah, you guys so, have a ton in common besides just your name. We do. Yeah, yeah. it was very interesting. Well, I think we all have all had things in common with each other that were weird. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird enough to get on a team and like the other virtual assistant also has the same name as you. And then, Nicole, when we started talking about our previous careers, we were both teachers. Yeah. And yep. your principal was your dad. My principal was my mom. I was like, okay, this is getting weird. Like, <laughs> we have so much in common. And it just like so continued to happen to where we were always just like finding those things. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think it's necessary, but it's very, it's just fun to have that connection. Yeah. Well, even like Carly and I, right off the bat, we were both college athletes and at the time, both living in California and just had a lot of similarities and yeah. connected and, and gelled right away. And then when you came on board, it was like the same in different ways for all. That's why I think it's so cool. Like we all have connections in different ways and we all just connect really well to each other. So I just wanted to say how much I love Nicole's Next Level Sales Group program. It has been amazing. I've met so many amazing women and Nicole's support is just beyond. Um, I've done so much in the program. I did my Facebook group. I did giveaways. I am just more confident. So I'm super excited to be in it. And I highly recommend that if you're looking for a group coaching program, especially one that is devoted to getting you more sales and teaching you how to sell, then definitely join Nicole's Next Level Sales Group. You will not regret it. Isn't it incredible to hear how much progress these women have made, the growth that they have experienced because they put themselves in the room and in the community that made all the difference for them. And that's possible for you too. If you like those results that you heard, if you want some of those for yourself, let's chat. Sign up for a free 30-minute customized sales plan with me and I will help you create a sales plan that's going to help you move forward in your business and we can discuss opportunities for you to invest in yourself and get the support to really take this to the next level. I'm excited to hear from you. Go to the show notes, 
click the link that says customize sales plan and let's jump on a call and chat about what it looks like for you to step into your next level. I think that's, and we'll go ahead and mention it right now. I think that's one of the, the coolest things that we did together is yeah. at the retreat, we did a, well, the tr- retreat itself was fun. And then we had a strength assessment that we did. So I think part of the reason why it's really important to, well, I'll say this, investing in your team is a way to show them that you care about them and that you care about what you're all doing together and doing it in a really optimized way. And so I wanted to do these tests, these strength uh, tests, and ultimately I hired somebody to come in and give us each the assessment and it told us what our strengths were and then it showed Mm -hmm. us how we can work better together in different areas. And I just thought it was fascinating because what we found out wasn't really surprising, I don't think, in most cases. I was not surprised. (laughs) And I mean that in a good way, but it was almost funny because I remember, Carl, before you got to the retreat, Carly and I were sitting there and the guy's name was Michael that, that read the results. And Michael was reading my results and Carly's sitting next to me on the couch doing something different but she working. over here and she's cracking up <laughs> as she's reading my results of like where my strengths are. Cause all of a sudden I'm going, oh, whoa, that makes so much sense. Why yeah. I don't do this thing well, or why this is an area that I do really well. And what I thought was really fascinating is the two of you were so similar like mm-hmm. your numbers in the assessment were almost exactly the same and mine were completely the opposite. Yes. <laughs> so like where you guys were at a three, I was at a 10 or vice versa, which I thought. Yeah, yeah. we were like puzzle pieces, whatever you were really good at. We were not, not, not it wasn't good and bad, but just what you um, like your preferences, what you excel at. Ours right. were just lower and we did something different. So it was like we right. just like gelled perfectly together. Right. So crazy. Yeah. I still laugh the the risk the risk averse one, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the one that we were the most opposite. Yes. Yeah. Like and apparently it, I'm all gung ho for taking risks and my team is not. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Why I'm always the one that like, let's just try it. Let's just do it. And my team is like, uh, okay. We need a plan, right. for- <laughs> <laughs> Can we plan for this, which is funny. Cause going back to the very first going for no challenge, I realized now I probably stressed the crap out of you, Carly. Cause I had, zero plans. Well, we planned, Mm -hmm. we planned some things, but it was kind of like, here was my mantra going into that very, and this was before Carl came on board, but I was like, I want to do a challenge. I've never done a challenge. Have you done one? And Carly's like, no, literally you're first, my, you're my first client. I've never done one. I was like, let's just do it. And didn't know really how to do it. We had a little bit of direction. And that was kind of my, the whole time I was like, let's just figure it out. There's no way it can fail. It's just going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I realized you probably would have felt more comfortable having a plan in place. Yeah. And then the best part too, is like with Carl and I, our numbers were like one off on certain things. And she's where I'm a little more passive and kind of will just like go with the flow. She's that way too, to a certain point, like with food and uh, meals and making sure. Yeah. You will, you will say something. And so like, even for me, I need somebody like you who will just give me that little nudge even to, speak up or, you know, so I don't know. I just thought that assessment was awesome. It was really good. It it told us a lot. And you're right. Carly is, um, and I said this the other day on our team call, Carly is the one who will allow me to do whatever I want to do, even if it's not something that she necessarily wants to do or agrees (laughs) with. When Carl came on board, we had a little bit of a a checks and balance, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
And um, which is so good. It's again, why we operate so well together. But I do feel like we need to share um, the story about food. (laughs) It's me throwing myself under the bus. Um, Carl, make sure we get fed. That's kind of besides all the other things that Carl does when we are together, (laughs) Carl, make sure that the food happens. And here's why. Carly and I, now to be fair, Carly and I will work our butts off and forget. I don't think that's just me. I think that's both mm-hmm. of us. We get so into it and we're so right. involved. So Carly and I have gotten together a couple different times and done like working getaway. Like we went to Malibu, we went to mm-hmm. somewhere in Orange County another time. And I am, I'm just, I've become well known for forgetting to feed us. And part of it is because when I'm working on my own, I do forget time and space. I forget where I am and I just keep going. And so I almost starved us once unintentionally. So Carly warned Carl when she came on board, <laughs> Nicole's not going to remember to feed us. So you're going to, and Carl was like, uh-uh, no way. So Carl, what's, what's your situation with that? So there are two problems. Number one, <laughs> that I have a legitimate hypoglycemic problem. And the second issue is that I just get hangry. <laughs> which may be connected. I don't know. I think it's just genetic. Other people in my family get hangry. And so I can't forget to eat because I just feel horrible then. Um, so when Carly told me that, I was like, okay, we're fixing that. Um, <laughs> we're not doing that. And so I don't remember which day it was, but it was the day we were like really like deep diving mm-hmm. into the business and like planning and whatever. We had like huge sticky notes up on the wall. And I was like, guys, it's getting close to time. We need to start thinking about food now because if we don't, then we're going to get ready and pick a place and all this stuff, just planning ahead as I do. And Nicole was like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's so great that you brought that up because I would have (laughs) forgotten. I was like, (laughs) I did my job. I remembered and I don't have to starve. And it was like two or three hours before we would have had dinner. So in my mind, I was like, dang, this is early. We're making plans. And it was probably in your mind, like, um, we need to have a plan right now. Mm-hmm. We're we are little... late for the plan. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is kind of the case with a lot of things, but I'm learning and I'm learning how to um, be ahead of the game, at least as much as mm-hmm. um, I'm able to do right now. So I'm getting there. It's yes. a lot better. And we didn't starve. We had dinner plans. Everything worked out. We did. We learned a lot in that retreat, being together and going through that assessment. And just, I think, I don't want to say like a lot changed, but we implemented new things after that, after figuring out how to best work together and with our team meetings and with having an agenda and just how we um, tracked certain things, even with the implementation of Slack, it's like trying to figure out how the best ways to communicate with each other. And that was like, yeah, it all came from that retreat and being, um, able to work through it all in person yeah and it was just I feel like we did a lot of work at the retreat but we also just had some fun which Mm -hmm. obviously is important and you know I I think you're right it was a game changer for us to see like oh what could we tweak like we had we literally at the retreat had a session it was just the three of us at the retreat and we took those huge sticky notes and Mm -hmm. everybody wrote down like what their jobs are every single day and like a total list of like what you're doing and then we did like a job swap Although mm-hmm. I didn't actually do it. You guys did it because yeah. you guys were done way ahead of me. <laughs> I was a little, yeah, I was very focused. I was writing down all my things, but I think that was really a huge shift as well. It's like, where can we move some things around so that each of us really are working within our strengths? 
Yeah. I think that's one of the most important things to having a rock star team is like, where do your people have skills and where do they want to show up? Like, what do they enjoy? Just because you can do something doesn't mean you, you should be doing it. And, you know, I think we learned that Carly, when you and I were first working together, it's like, I know you're going to take on some things that you might not want to do, but once we see what those are, then we can hire somebody that really enjoys doing those things. Carl loves writing emails. For the life of me, I don't know that that's something I would ever enjoy, but I'm so grateful that there are people like Carl who do enjoy it and do it well. And it's valid to point out that you are a great writer, but you don't like it. So I think that is, yeah. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean that you like doing it. And it's really good to just find someone that if it lights them up, great. Rockstar team. There you go. Well, and I'm glad you said that too, because I actually got called out by Carly on that before you, right around the time that you came on board, maybe like a month before you came on board, I had quit my corporate job. And by the way, my, my story for Carly that whole time is I don't like writing. I don't like, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I don't do posts. I don't like writing posts on Facebook because I'm not a good writer. And that was from like April when she and I first worked, worked together until September when I quit my job. And when I quit my job, I just wrote this long Facebook post because I wanted to, you know, I quit my job today. I'm so excited. I wanted to celebrate. And I wrote this long post. It probably took me three hours to write it and a lot of chocolate, chocolate. but I got it done. (laughs) And Carly, like within, I don't know, a couple of hours, Carly sends me a text and says, never again, do I want to hear you tell the story about how you're a bad writer. And I was like, what? And she's like, that post was amazing. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm not a bad writer. It just takes a lot of time and chocolate for me to get something out. Once it's out, it's good. That's just not a um, a ritual that I want to go through all the time. Yeah, you are a good writer. Like Carl said, even when you both kind of realized that Voxer and putting it in a voice message was the way that you'd get your information to her. Because right. that's another thing is like you have mentioned it before and even just being um, hearing from other leaders like, the CEO or the business owner and being the bottleneck of their team and stopping um, progress from, you know, moving forward in certain aspects. Like for you guys, I know that was a huge thing. It's like, how do I get my information to you? And you realize like, oh, I just need to voice it because Nicole likes to talk rather than write. So it's like, how do we make this so efficient? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a game changer for me. Even, even from like when we hired Carl, seeing that like, oh, all this content that can be repurposed, that's mm-hmm. actually posts. Like that's right. writing already that I don't even have to create new stuff. And I mean, I do create new stuff sometimes in a Voxer chat, but it's already there. And so I think that's like one of the ways that you're going to have a rockstar team is by hiring amazing people mm-hmm. and also by staying open to what's going to work best for all of us, allowing your team to give feedback, allowing them to share, like, where do you, where do you shine? Where do you want to show up? What would work best for you? And I think that's a big piece of why we're successful. It's like, will this work for you too? Right? Like, here's how I want to do things. Does that work for you? Or how would that work best for you? I think that's important to ask people and to find out what they're, be open to their feedback. We have a question, you know, which comments. Okay. Um, from Anastasia. She said, what's a good way to find a VA who is willing to grow with you? Is it realistic to communicate in your search that while you may not have more than a couple of hours available for your assistant at first, more opportunities for hours and projects will scale as the business flourishes, which I feel Mm -hmm. like I can at least start to answer by saying I grew with Nicole Mm -hmm. from when I started working with you. Yeah, sure. Both of you did. And I mean, that was a conversation that I had with Carly right off the bat too. Like 
Yeah, I think that is the expectation because when you're first working together, you you also don't know each other. So it's going to take a while for you to just get to know each other. And, uh, you know, I mean, Carly was new when I hired her. There were a lot of things that I was still new to. And I actually wanted to grow together because I figured, why not learn together as we're going through the process? So I actually like doing it that way. So yeah, Anastasia, I think it's a great way. And one of the best ways to find a VA is start telling people that you need one. <laughs> start talking yeah, and communicating. Great, uh, time you know? yeah, yeah, it's like finding a client, having All conversations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that's a really, like one of our most recent hires. I just, I reached out to both of you, which I know doesn't help Anastasia with her question, because how do you get a VA if you don't already have one? But um, I just said, who do you guys know that would be really good? Mm-hmm. So once you, you know, it's just, it's having conversations and talking to people. There was something else that I forgot that I was just thinking of, but if either of you have anything else to say to answer. Her yeah, question. I'll chime in a little bit. I think she asked if it's realistic to like communicate when you're, what you're looking for. And I think, yes, like what I said with me personally and Nicole, I was very honest about not having any experience. There's a, a fake it till you make it in some capacity, but I just felt as somebody brand new that that was not the right move to play at the time. So I think from the other you know, perspective as the person who's hiring, be honest about what you're looking for, because obviously you want to start off on the right foot. And a lot of times, if you're new in your business, you'll find a new virtual assistant as well. And I knew going into it, I wasn't going to find somebody who's going to give me 40 hours of work a week and replace my corporate income right away. I knew it was like baby steps. Like I needed to learn and I needed to take the time to learn as well. And so if you're open about that with who you're hiring, then I think the conversation you have will be, you'll find the right person because they know exactly what you're looking for and exactly what your expectations are. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to grow together. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's two things I would say to this. Firstly, Anastasia, my VA is in these comments also. So <laughs> just like a plug, if you want to connect with her, her name's Maddie. And the second <laughs> thing is if you are um, wanting a VA to grow with you, you have to be okay with them growing with you, you know, from their point of view, they may not be an expert in everything right away. Don't take our team the way it is right now as an example, because it didn't start that way. You know, I've learned a lot of things. I know Carly has too. And just as a team, we've grown, like this is definitely a snapshot of where we are now, not where we were a year ago or, you know, whatever. So that's, like just from the VA perspective, they are definitely probably going to be fine growing with you as long as you allow them to grow too. Like that. Yeah. yeah I think that's a good point. Cause you're right. We're doing like what we do now is, I mean, Carly's still our tech person. Carl is still our writer, but how we've tweaked and changed things and grown together is um, like, we're a very different team now than we were a year and a half ago, you know, yeah. just in yeah. terms of how we've learned more about each other too. Like, I think that's, I would say there was like a 90 day period probably with, with each of you where it's like, you know, there's so much to learn about the person and, you know, it, it, you get to a point where like they have everything down pat, they know what to do. And then staying open to, as things move and change and grow, um, moving and changing what your, you know, roles and responsibilities are. Yeah, true. So what else? I know that there's probably, I I like when people ask questions because it kind of brings up, it's like when I used to be a math teacher, my students would be like, I don't understand. I'm like, well, show me what you don't. Un- I understand everything. So show me what you don't understand right. so that I can help you. And I feel like right now I'm like, we all know what. So mm-hmm. if, if people have questions, definitely ask us. I'm trying to think of what else 
would be really important for us to share about what's helped us work so well together. Maybe like, what were you looking for when you were hiring? How did you know we were going to be a good fit? I think we've touched on it. So I'll, I'll kind of just reemphasize it. Like people that I liked, people that I liked being around, we meet and talk every week. So we need to get along. We need to like each other. And people that were ambitious and wanted to grow with me is a big deal, but also because they believed in the vision. And both of you feel so hard, wholeheartedly about what we're doing as a team, what, what Healthy Steps with Nicole is all about. And it's about empowering women and making this world a healthier place. I think that's another important thing. Like when you're hiring people, hire people that have your values or similar values. Like you know, if you're like, I don't know, a chain smoker and eat McDonald's all the time, probably healthy steps with Nicole isn't the right team for you. We're trying to make this world a healthier place, right? right? Now, that's my best friend, Jamie, that I just described, and I love her dearly. But in terms of working for my team, we're working with health coaches. Like, I just don't think that that's the right fit. So in terms of values, and, and this could be said for your clients, too, like the people that you're working with, you know, you want to have, um, you want to have similar aligned values. And I think that the other big thing is, again, buying into the vision of what you're doing, because you'll feel disconnected. The work doesn't mean as much or doesn't make sense to you. And you're not as excited about doing it. So that's a, that was a big one for me. You know, are you here's my vision. Are you connected to this? Is this important to you? That those two definitely do. I like these people. Do I like being around them? Do, are they connected to the vision? And I think just so much in terms of skill set can be learned. But do you have the ambition? Do you have the tenacity? You know, like, are you in it to win it? And that's a bit, I mean, we're a team, right? And we've got to support each other and and show up. So despite, not despite, but, you know, the skill set that I was looking for, yes, is important. But I think those are the qualities that it, that were really important um, that I was looking for. Okay, yeah, that was another question in the comments. Was it more of a focus on personality traits? other than skills, like, was it more important to hire someone passionate and willing to learn versus someone who magically already knows Canva and Instagram and all of that? Yeah, Yeah. I would say passion and willingness to learn are big. I also know that having certain skills that I can't teach, like, I'm not going to teach you tech stuff. (laughs) So the skill set, yes, is important. But passion, willingness to learn, likability, and connected to the to the vision are super important. I still remember the post on Instagram that I commented on that you put in the comments of whoever it was. It was like the, in the Instagram post, the person was asking about like if you had a team and what um, something about like asking for help or something like that. And you had commented, I'm always looking for support in my bit or I'm always open to looking for support in my business. And as I'm like new and I'm like Instagram stalking people to try and be like, how can I find clients? I was like, Oh, she's looking for support in her business. You're like, there it is. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think from the, you know, as as looking to hire somebody, you have to be reaching out just as much as somebody might be pitching you to work for you. So um, there's ways that, you know, you can post on something. You remember the post and I remember it was Angie's post. So I I don't remember what the post was all about, but I do remember saying I'm always open to new people for my team. And it was because I still had Kenny at the time. So Kenny was my very first VA and she was amazing, but she wanted to go full time into her photography business. Mm -hmm. 
So she had given me like we had a three month um, contract that we were going to finish things up with. And I, I just knew I was going to need somebody sooner than later. And so sure. when I saw that post, I was like, yeah, I'm always open. And yeah, there, there it is. I mean, it can happen very quickly like that. And when you came on board, Kenny, there was an overlap still. Right, right. Which was really nice because she got to train um, you in some of the stuff. I think too, to um, add on to what you were talking about, like personality and looking for someone who has the vision. For me, what I was doing on Instagram when I found you was I followed people who like either I are inspire me or were business mm-hmm. owners that I would have loved to work with, but I knew were like way far advanced than what I, where I was at. So I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, the people who follow that person are also ambitious like them, are inspired by them. And so I was like, okay, I can find people who I know I will gel with that are probably more on my level. And yeah. so to Anastasia or anybody who's looking for a VA, that's kind of a little trick too, is who, who do you follow and maybe get in the comments of some of those people and you'll find tons yep. of you know, tons of opportunities there where it's somebody who maybe has the same goals and inspirations and uh, stuff like that. So it's great advice. Also, the sales coach in me has to say it. And it's what I tell my clients all the time. Who are you following that your ideal client might be following? Right. One of the best ways to interact with people that potentially are your ideal client is to show up where they show up. Follow the people that they're following. What are their likes? What are their interests? They're your ideal client. You should know them. Mm -hmm. And whether you're looking for a VA or looking for a client, what are the interests of that person? And where could I potentially interact with them or cross paths with them? Which, yeah, I mean, we were both following, I'm pretty sure it was Angie's and I was inspired by her and and obviously so were you. And, and there you have it. Yeah. So yeah, there was something else with the growing together thing that I wanted to, oh, asking the person in the interview. That's how I knew Carly wanted to grow with me. Cause I said, are you looking for projects? Are you looking for short-term? Like what is your long-term goal? Do you want to work with somebody who you're in it for, you know, for growth and, and to stay with them? And she was like, yeah. So I think you can just be straight up in the interview and ask them, what are your long-term goals and find out? Cause some people, it, it just depends. Everybody's different. You know, I've had VAs that want to like conquer the world and, that's cool. You get to do you. It just needs to work for me and my business. So if I'm interviewing you, I'm going to ask the questions that are going to make sense for my business to make sure you're the right fit. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, Watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. We have another one. While personality is most important, what skills would you say are most preferable for someone to have when hiring a VA? So she said, for example, willingness to make phone calls, familiar with creating concise and and appealing email blasts, et cetera. 
I think those are getting pretty specific to what like the the VA's skill set is. Yeah, I, I think those are more like um, skill based versus like personality traits. So for me, I think it goes back to what we said earlier. Are you ambitious? Are you committed? Are you excited about doing the work? Are you? Because um, again, some of those some of those skills can be learned. I know that was a big thing with Carly and I when she first came on board. She's like, I'm willing to learn. I'm very like I'm I'm excited about learning. I, you know, here's what I want to do. Here's what I enjoy. Here's what I see myself doing more of as a VA. And so, yeah, we just had a discussion around her wanting to learn. And that to me was really cool because I knew I'd learn along with her. And there, there are certain things that I don't do in my business, but there are certain things that I've learned um, because of Carly. Like I'm not the tech person, but I've learned from her certain things. I think also when it comes to skills, it's important to note when you're bringing on a VA it has to be what you're looking for. And not every VA does the same thing, which is why both Carly and I exist on the same team because we do completely opposite tasks. And that's where we really shine are those two separate places. Mm -hmm. So some VAs are like Carly and they're super tech savvy and they can do all that behind the scenes stuff. And that's where they really like to be. Even if they don't have all of their skills super you know, high level yet, that still might just be where their interest lies. And I'm the opposite where I'm more creative and writing focused. So look for someone who has the skills that you are looking to fill in on your team, which might be, you know, whatever you really dislike doing or just where you really need the assistance. And I think staying open to growing your team because one person is not going to be able to do all the things. Yeah. Just like Carl said, like if I ask Carl right now to be the email scheduler and the website updater for me, she's not going to do that. She doesn't <laughs> enjoy it. That's that's what Carly does. But, you know, when you're like Anastasia's, I know, just starting out and just looking at hiring a VA. Here's what I would say. What are the things that you need that are top priority right now? And what are the things that you can that you can add in later on and hire the person who has the skills of those top priorities that you have? And more than likely, it's what Carl said. What are the things that you like doing the least? Because if you like doing them the least, they're not going to get done as easily by you. So hiring somebody to do that is a way to ensure they will. Right. Or something that's super time consuming. Sorry, go ahead, Carly. Yeah. No, I was just going to add to that as well. And I, I think I can probably speak for you in that when I started, I was working with some other clients aside you know, from Nicole, and I was learning things from those clients because their business were a little bit different and being able to one learn new things with them that I could bring to Nicole or at least start conversations about things and it, it helps with are we really doing this um, the most efficient way possible or bringing ideas and your VAs hopefully will have other clients and it's going to benefit you as well because they could be learning new skills from a different te- team member on a different team and bring that back to you and be like hey I learned this like can we do this in your business? And I don't know, I just, it was one of the parts I love most about being a virtual assistant is I, I learn so much. I really do love it, but it allows Nicole's business to grow in certain ways because we're able to bring outside ideas in and just know that your VA hopefully is going to grow in with other teams as well. And in the long run, that's going to help you too. So. um, Well, and I would straight up ask you guys sometimes I'd be like, how do your other clients handle this? What is a way that we can do this more efficiently? Like, what have you seen in your other work that you're doing that would Mm -hmm. benefit us here? Because that benefits all of us. If we find a solution that's going to allow each of us to work more efficiently, we all win. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing I'm not, I feel like I'm not shy about asking and you guys aren't shy about offering up 
you're saying. And I also said that to both of you when we were initially talking and interviewing. Are you willing to bring feedback? Are you willing to not just show up and be like a yes person? Okay, I'll do this. I'll do this. I don't want just a task person. I want somebody who's going to show up and contribute as well so that we can all work together better. And so, yeah, I I think that's a great point because I ask you guys a lot. What are you learning from your other, like, what have you learned that that we could benefit from? Yeah, Yeah. even like how Slack came up. I mean, that's just a a basic new platform we started using, but it's really efficient for a lot of teams. And so we're like, we, we can we can start using this and I think it could help with getting back to each other, keeping things organized in one place. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of things that we've, I feel like we've implemented just based off of things we've learned right. from outside yeah. of team healthy steps. So yeah. we have a comment from Lisa and I was actually going to say something about this. So I'm glad that she brought it up. She <laughs> said being on a team that's open to new ideas and communicating them makes a huge difference. And if you are someone who's looking to hire a VA, being the person to initiate that is very important because that's something, Nicole, that you have always done really well. And you've never made us feel like we can't say, have you thought about XYZ or like, maybe we mm-hmm. could try XYZ. Like you've never been, for lack of a better word, a dictator. Like, no, right. this is how it has to be. And why isn't this getting done? And yada, yada. It's always yeah. been really open communication. So if you are that team leader, right. then opening that line of communication with your VAs can build a really healthy relationship and it makes them feel like a valued part of a team rather than like a minion. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's what I want you guys to feel like. Like I'm, I mean, I want you to shine where you shine best. And I also want you to feel like you can have a say in what we're doing because we're all doing it together. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a dictator. I don't enjoy that. And to be perfectly honest, I want to show up where I show up best and Here's something that we we didn't mention, but I don't even lead our team calls. <laughs> I I it's I don't enjoy it. It's not what I want to do. Carl's kind of our leader. She's the youngest and she's kind of our um she's our leader. She makes sure we get fed. She makes sure that we have an agenda for team calls. And that came up from the retreat because we were mm-hmm. talking about like what we like. And, and I said, honestly, I just don't think I have any business being the, the leader of our calls. And I think one of you would do it better. And Carl was like, yep, that would be me. And so we gave her that that job. And now she leads our team calls, which is really helpful because then I get to just show up and be me. And and I do like opening it up to the team and saying, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make it happen? It's like we're putting our heads together, right? And I'll still take ownership as the CEO. I'll still take ownership in like, you know, whatever risk we're going to take for what we decide. But I like knowing that we can all decide that together and put our heads together. Yeah. yeah. As, a, as a team member too, like, I, you know, we're not, never feel like we're walking on eggshells or anything. Like Nicole is very good about just, I've made mistakes, plenty of mistakes. And yeah. I think, just, <laughs> yeah, I've owned them. I've, you know, what, if I've noticed it, I've come to her or if she notices something come to me and it, it's never like I'm getting reprimanded or yelled at or, or anything like that. It's just like, how can I be better? How can we fix this? How can we avoid this from happening next time? And just, yeah. um, knowing that the communication goes both ways, whether Carl has a suggestion, I have a suggestion, or it's figuring out how to fix things. Like I think our team has always been really, really good at communicating. And it's because of, you know, your leadership, Nicole, and the way that you yeah. show up for us that we yeah. are the same, you know? Well, you guys so. know, I make my fair share of mistakes. So I want to, I want to make sure that like, we're human. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
we all make them. And to me, it's an opportunity to learn and grow and just say, okay, how can we do this better? Oh, we missed mm-hmm. a post today. Okay. Why didn't the post go up? Okay. Can we just make like, whatever? I'm, I don't know. I don't like being mad. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't come easily to me. It's just not a thing. And so I don't, I just don't see a purpose for it. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't see this, you know? And like you said, Carly, you've come to me and said, I messed this up. I'm going to make it right. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's the most I can, I can ask for, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're all human. We're all going to mess up. So yeah, I think having that just, I don't know if I want to say chill, you know, kind of approach to it, but I, I do want us all to learn and grow together. And I know we're not going to be perfect and mm-hmm. it's okay, cool. How are you going to make it right? And how are we going to do it better next time? Yep. Yeah. Cool. We have one last question. Okay. Thoughts on hiring slash contracting someone with an hourly rate versus project completion and pros and cons of each option. Project Uh, meaning you're just hiring them for a project, not. I think so. Although maybe we could take that as like package instead. Yeah, because there's a couple different models. Like you can hire somebody that works hourly and tracks their hours. You could have a retainer where they're just kind of doing the work and they're not tracking hours. You could have project based. To me, it depends on your needs. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Lisa's here with us. I hired Lisa to do a project a couple months ago, and she did such a damn good job. I was like, well, why don't you just join our team? And so she did. Get on here. <laughs> yeah. So hiring people project basis is a nice way to, to interact with them and get to know them and see what the vibe is. And maybe you'll want to bring them on board. I also think because Carl, you and I did and Carly, you and I did it, too having an understanding at least at the beginning of where they're spending their hours is helpful, but then you're going to move into a, once they know their roles, just go do your roles. I don't want to track the hours. I don't want to like, you know what you're supposed to do. So I think you can move into that, but I do think it's really helpful at least in the probation period while you're getting to know each other to have the person track their hours and then move into that model. Yeah. I think it's helpful too, because sometimes you don't, really know how much time something will take, like mm-hmm. either of you, the, the mm-hmm. CEO or the VA. So I think hourly just kind of helps initially. And it also is a good way to do a trial. If you're not really, I, I always yeah. recommend a trial to everyone, yeah. um, just in case. And so I think it's a great way to just kind of yeah feel yeah. things out. And then after that, once things are more routine, I think and, the project package is helpful. Yeah. I agree with what you both said. And it also comes down to like, again, what you're asking them to do, like where I started as like kind of a general and administrative virtual assistant, I didn't really have a project. Like I can't think of what my first project was like some research. So if there's really a, you know, like a start end date to what you're trying to accomplish, then yes, you know, like a project might work, but otherwise like it wouldn't have worked for me, but if you're looking for like a workbook to be created, or if you're looking for somebody to create social templates for you or setting up a Kajabi site or something like that, where there's an end to it and you're going to get some deliverables and it's going to be done, then that's where, you know, like with Lisa, that's a, a project that you can at least get their feet wet. But then if you're looking for more administrative and tech support, that's going to be ongoing. And that's where you'll want yeah. an hourly person and kind of see yeah. There, so. And I think something else that is somewhat related, but kind of not is, but I want to mention is super important. I mentioned making sure the person understands your vision and buys into it. But one of the things that Carly and I also did is when she first started working for me, we did a month trial. 
and I put her in my program. I said, I want you to go through my program. I want you to understand what my messaging is all about, what I'm trying to do here so that there was that buy-in so that she understood behind the scenes what what people are going through when they come into my to my world. So I think that was really helpful too. Like, what could you give your VA access to that is like that they could learn more about what you're teaching, what you're doing, or even take them through your program, give them access yeah. to that. That definitely helped jumpstart just because you can get on a call and you know, the business owner can explain to you what they do in their business and what whatnot. But I think, yeah, me going through the, the super simple, simple sales <laughs> solution. Um, it was, it, I, it was just like, well, first of all, I needed all of that. I was new. I needed to know how to have conversations and discovery calls and objections. So it, it benefited me. It, Are more you selling than my way. simple sales solution course now? <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug. plug. Um, totally. Well, you're the but, reason why I knew it was like, Cause I mean, I had just, so I developed it for another um, person that I was working with, with Sam. And that's when I used to teach it live. That's when Carly went through it when I was doing the live. And I was like, I don't know, is it enough? Did I say enough? Did I cover enough? And she's like, yes, I went through it. It was really good. It helped me. And I was like, okay, okay, got it. I can still go back to like my first notebook with all my notes, but, but yeah, I think that's really important. Like I said, it helped me really understand what you were doing, what your, you know, this is, that conversation, what what do you call it? Like your conversation system that you've mm-hmm. created is like, that's what you talk about. And so I think for me to actually go through it and know can help me in multiple ways, how I communicate with people if they were to ask me a question, but also to understand from the whole business, like how are we right. trying to promote on social and what's in the emails? Like it just helped me really understand your business and what you were trying to accomplish. So yeah, that's very, yeah. very good point. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to mention that too. Make sure they know what you're all about and what you're teaching and what you're doing because they're going to be interacting with your clients, mm-hmm. right? And producing content and doing things that um, support your business. So make sure they know what it's all about. Which yeah, is really cool. awesome. Any final words? What would you guys say if you had to say one of the things that in your opinion and from your standpoint made us the most successful as a team? I would say consistency. And just mutual respect. Like we consistently meet every single week. There's never like weeks on end where we're not talking to each other. And obviously we talk in between meetings. We're consistently looking at things and how to improve them. I think every launch has gotten better and better and better because we've just assessed things and been able to tweak. And there's like never been any bad blood because we all just are working towards the same goal. We have yeah. mutual respect for each other and we know where we're going. And it's really easy then when you're all rowing the boat in the same direction, uh, rather than, you know, someone in the back, like poking holes in it. So great. Yeah. Consistency. I like that. Yeah. I think I, I just like agree with Carl, everything that you just said, because we were always moving forward, whether it was just like little itty bitty baby steps or, you know, trying something new and kind of leaping forward. We were just, we're constantly trying to be better from a personal standpoint, but also as the business as well. And so anytime one person's growing, the whole team is growing and yeah, we're always, like you said, always had something going on. So nothing was ever really stagnant. It was like, we have projects, we're hitting deadlines and we're refining and refining and refining. So yeah. Part of that might be because of my brain and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
we learned that side note to everybody. We learned that in our strengths assessment that um, the guy literally called me out on it. He's like, you guys all show up for team meetings and Nicole has 802 ideas and you guys are going to have to help her whittle it all down. Um, so yeah, I, I always have a lot going on in my head, but I would say like, in addition to everything else that we've said, because I, I think we've really hit the nail on the head about what like helps us gel and, and makes us really work well together. I think it's that we aren't just focused on business. I mean, we really are like, we have a goofy question that we answer at the beginning of every team call. And while that might seem small and insignificant, it's like we spend the first 10, 15 minutes laughing and sharing and getting to know each other better. You know, mm-hmm. like I know both of you absolutely love Starbucks. I know both of you are, what was the other one that I was going to say? You are, I, I don't know. You guys have so many things in common. We know what kind of pizza eaters we are. We know what kind of like, we just learn things about ourselves that make it about us and not just about what we're doing in the business which I think is just as important, if not more. And we have, I want to do more of them, but we've had like team events as well. Like we did the laughter yoga, we did the team retreat. Like, I think those kind of things make it really enjoyable because you like, you like being around the people that you're working with. Yeah. I think that's number one. And their name has to be Carly. So there you have it. Sorry. I love it. It is what it is. Come naturally. All right, ladies, this was awesome. I hope everybody enjoyed this. I hope you got a lot out of it. I know it was probably a lot, but I think it was really valuable what we shared because we've created something extremely amazing and and very successful. And I want people to understand how we did that. They can do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Take our best practices and create your own team of Carl's. Yes, create create your own team of Carl's and go run with it and make this world a healthier place. I love it. Wanted to just take this opportunity to say thank you for everybody who's in our community. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for always being here and supporting us. We love you. The work that we do is because of you. And I hope you got some great t- uh, tips and takes away, takes away takeaways out of today. Woo-hoo! Love you all. Ladies, thank you so much. I'll thank see you, you. Bye. Bye. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.